So this week, I am sharing a fascinating conversation that I had with my friend Ingrid Kleinbauer. Ingrid is definitely what you would call a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and she's multi-skilled as well. She's naturally curious, a huge nature lover, and proud mom to two amazing boys, as well as being a university teacher, a spiritual scientist, and a subconscious reprogramming and habits expert. So as you'll hear, she's passionate about sharing the benefits of knowing your energetic blueprint, which is called human design, and we'll get more into what that means in the episode. And you'll hear her share how this helps people live their full potential. It's really an intriguing topic, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Inspired Way, the podcast and leaders community for heart-centered women with a big vision and drive to make a difference in the world. This podcast is for you if you're ready to create rapid results and flow in your life, business, or career. I'm your host, CJ Rivard, with over 25 years in executive leadership. I bring practical business and leadership advice combined with personal growth strategies, energy alignment, and manifestation techniques to help conscious female leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs live their most expansive and abundant life. Join us weekly for actionable tips and insights from myself and the brilliant guest experts I interview to help you create aligned success. Visit theinspiredwave.com for more free resources and information. Now is the perfect time for you to take aligned action toward living your soul's purpose. And I'm so excited you're here. Well, welcome everyone. I am so excited to introduce you to my friend Ingrid today. As you heard in the bio, she has quite an interesting background and varied experiences. And we're going to dig into some of this good stuff today. Welcome, Ingrid. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the invitation. And it's so great to be here with you today. This is going to be so much fun. So before we get started, would you tell everyone where you are located? Well, yeah, I'm on the other side of the globe in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. So I'm in Austria which is usually <laughs> not known because it's such a tiny little country in the middle of Europe. And yeah, we have mountains, we have valleys, we have lowlands. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy all nature in my beautiful country. And I'm a little bit ahead time-wise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, totally different time zone from me. That's for sure. Yes, it looks beautiful where you are. And tell us a little bit. I think you did mention that you really enjoy nature and that'll probably um, come out in some of the other things we talk about. But what do you enjoy doing most when you're outdoors? Actually, it's most of the time just enough being outside, being outside, listening to the voices of Mother Earth and all her creatures. That's just so grounding and inspiring. And yeah, it's really grounding. Like I feel the connection. So I'm part of that. I'm not separate. Yeah. And what I really love is 
being in the mountainous area. And I love to stay up there in the mountain huts and waking up to the sunshine and seeing everything from above. That's a real wonderful angle to look at the world. <laughs> You're a mountain person. You love. Well, yes, I'm a mountain person. I'm a mountain person. Beautiful. That's so beautiful out there. And I'm not that heavy alpinist, like climbing everywhere, but just enjoying the trails and the huts. So I don't want to sleep in the tent up there on the peaks. That's I'm not you. <laughs> I'm with you, but it is amazing when we can get out in yeah. nature and just appreciate what's all around us. I think most of us spend a little too much time on technology. So that's a great reminder to get us started, get out and ground in nature. So tell me yeah. a about your background, which is very interesting. And what you this did. is such a, yeah, that's such a beautiful question. And I'm really challenged to shorten that <laughs> down to a small amount of time. And because my background, really reflects my desire to dig deep into understanding systems. So the first system I tried to understand was mathematics. So I began teaching my fellow students, my classmates in math. And then I went on to study ecology. So you can see in the background, the earth, <laughs> this is my playground. No. I'm not kidding. It's just really like wanting to understand how that all works together mm -hmm. and how it's how changing one little piece affects the whole system. And this is what I'm still interested in. And I switched like, okay, this is one system I will not get to understand every little piece of it. But then I was like, okay, so. But what's about the human body and the human mind? How do they play together? And then I switched to traditional Chinese medicine and got some information there. So yeah, it was just like, okay, there is something missing. I want to know more. So I dove deeper there. And now you and I found out this is really helpful to include energy and. Uh -huh. Yeah, so really to to be aware that we are connected to our surrounding and that everything we do is reflected by the body and remembered in the body as well. So if we want to change something in our lives, mm -hmm. then we have to address both areas. And and you are a university professor, correct? What is it that you teach? I'm teaching geographic information systems for ecology students so that they can map and locate their areas, their project areas, and so that they can do some kind of spatial analysis, like how is everything connected to each other and some modeling. Yeah, so this would be actually what they use it for. Uh-huh, amazing. So then you dug into the human body and yeah. systems, and I can tell you're someone who's just very curious and loves learning. 
and Chinese medicine is just an amazing and vast field and really fun to explore, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. And then I think you went on, oh, to the mind, right? After the body, you have been focusing more on the mind. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I literally discovered through, yeah, engagement in some coaching programs that actually what delegates everything Mm -hmm. most of the time unconsciously is our thoughts. So I was very interested in, okay, so how can I manage what I'm thinking or what uh, kind of, yeah, interpretations I have around my thinking and... Yeah, so I went on to studying NLP, mm-hmm. so neuro-linguistic programming, and ended up, not ended, but <laughs> <laughs> finally got my certificate in hypnosis. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So many amazing skills that you can bring in to really help your clients thrive, move forward and thrive. So let's talk a little bit because it's not something that so far we've delved into on this podcast. I know that you are a human design specialist, which just pulls so many things in. Tell us a little bit about what that is to begin with, if if people aren't. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad you mentioned it because this became my passion over the last one and a half years, actually, I discovered human design as a system again. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> the next system. And I was like really amazed how precise this personality tool or, yeah, this blueprint, they call it the energetic blueprint of the body and mind of each and everyone has their unique blueprint and how precise that described just almost every experience I had in my whole life. Like, how can they know that? Yeah, (laughs) It was a little bit spooky at the beginning, like getting to know, okay. And then I surrendered to the process, like I learned before with all the other things and discovered more and more that I have kind of a connection to that system and that I really would love to dive deeper. So I'm not diving into each and every system available. So I trusted that calling Uh and found out that this is really helpful in so many areas of the life. So starting with finding your particular purpose. So what's your role here on the planet in this lifetime? How can you fulfill that? Yeah. So to start with, I understand, and I think, because I haven't Mm -hmm. delved into this that deeply, but the human design blueprint is determined from like the date and year you were born, the time and the location, correct? Yeah, correct. And I'm glad you mentioned that. It is just that kind of... It is amazing to me because it's not something that we are reporting. Mm -hmm. You know, like I use tools where we self-analyze with like emotional intelligence to figure out where we're at. Mm -hmm. This is all like 
how we were programmed when we came to this planet. It just (laughs) amazes me. And so didn't you say you learned things with your human design that helped you understand yourself better and just kind of lean into maybe your curiosity and like, how did that relate to your, what you learned in your design, your yeah. Yeah. So first, thank you for <laughs> for highlighting what is used to get your specific human design. So you don't have to make pass a test or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and that's wonderful because the conscious mind is not involved. Yeah. And yeah, this is the amazing thing. And it helped me a lot to accept some patterns I was struggling with mm-hmm. almost my whole life long. So I was already doing a lot of reprogramming work and like belief work and working on my stories. And, but in some areas, it was like the missing part to finally see the whole picture. Like, okay, that makes sense. This is not a weakness. This is actually my strength and other strengths were highlighted by the human design chart. Uh Because we talk about a chart, actually, that I did not even notice as a strength because it comes so natural to me. I'm living with that my whole life long. So, But on the flip side, what you don't know as a strength, you don't, quote unquote, sell as a strength in relationships. And what I also saw that what is normal to me Uh doesn't have to be normal to another person. So we all have our own landscape of reality. So I love landscapes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's so empowering, but also such a good reminder because we know what we know. And it's so easy to take things for granted that, you know, it's just who we are. Why isn't that easy for everyone? You know, or to look at something we think we're struggling with but it's just yeah. part of our makeup and we need to lean into it. That just strikes me as so empowering. Yeah, Learn that's that. the beautiful, beautiful word. So this is so empowering and actually knowing where to look at in your chart or just have the first overview, mm-hmm. just connect. Some people really connect immediately to what they see and what they hear. and. It opens up a whole new world of awareness, actually. So I use that in my coaching as the awareness tool. Mm -hmm. So I don't leave people there. Just, okay, that's who you are. Go along. (laughs) (laughs) Because what's also, yeah, what's also included in that whole human design system is, of course, okay, so there are some challenges you are quote-unquote expected or designed for to go through and to learn something from it. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy that I went through all of the other systems before because now I can really provide the tools to overcome those challenges or to, yeah, reprogram the subconscious that was maybe programmed in childhood and not consciously available anymore. Right. So through someone's chart, you can pull out 
rather than us, you know, divining this ourselves. Oh, I think that's a lesson I'm supposed to be learning. You can see some of the things we're supposed to be, yeah, learning in the like some of our specific challenge areas that we need to focus on and move through. You can pull little snippets of that out of the chart. Is that right? Yeah, actually, that's possible. And it's also, I mean, we can dive a little bit deeper. So is human design, like all those personality systems, they just define archetypes on the highest level. So on the surface level. So you are assigned or you are, mm -hmm. according to human design, a specific archetype. Mm -hmm. And because it's all in energy and it's all an energetic blueprint, it's also working with the aura of a person. So what's the energy field you are producing? Ooh. And this is how you are supposed to relate to the world around you and to other people. And sometimes we are programmed as children to work as another energy type, but not according to our energy. So this alone can be mind blowing and offering completely new perspectives to a person when they discover, okay, I tried to function as this and that, but actually I'm not. And this is why it's not working. This is why I'm so exhausted. This is why I don't feel like I have willpower to sustain certain actions or whatever. And this awareness alone helps to, okay, open up the mind for change and for changing behavioral patterns and to review actually really how we want to show up in life and especially in relationships and with others. Yeah, I think that's that, again, sounds very empowering because we are so programmed from those early ages mm -hmm both from our, you know, immediate caregivers and from society, there's certain expectations put on us and sometimes fits better than others. And yes. understanding that maybe the struggle is there because it's not the right fit for us to have that particular approach has got to really open up a whole new field of possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I get to so agree. And there is, I mean, you don't have to dive into the system itself to make use of it. Uh -huh. So this is why readers or human design coaches like I am come into play, because I can just pick what's of interest for you. You don't have to go through the whole process if it's just one question you have. Yeah. <laughs> So if it's just one area in your life you're struggling with, and so, of course, it all is in the same system. And this is the beauty of it, I guess, really. And it's something, I mean, what is calculated by the software, <laughs> we don't have to do that by yeah. ourselves, just, just your birth date and time as exact as possible. And then everything is calculated and it comes out as a picture of a human body with the chakras, mm -hmm. chakra-like centers. Mm -hmm. So you have some something visual and that gives you some kind of connection to that picture. It's not like just a graph and mm -hmm. numbers. 
but it has these wonderful shapes in it and colors and they are all connected. Those shapes are connected to each other. And this reminds myself of the energy channels in the traditional Chinese medicine. So there is also connections everywhere and there are the crossroads. And <laughs> yeah, so this kind of energy that's flowing through the body and that's available or not. You know, it's so funny. I'm going to just make an analogy there. I think because we all have different personality styles, mm -hmm. which is something that I focus on with the disbehavioral yeah. styles. And I am thinking, well, I'm fairly certain from what I've heard and know of you that you have a very strong, what we call a C personality style, which is very detail-oriented and analytical. So this complex blueprint has got to be a real playground for you. You love that. And I'm sitting here listening to you, knowing that my style is what we call an I style and more big picture, I guess, and not really into the details. And so for someone like me, it would be especially helpful to have someone like you point out or give the overview because there's a lot of stuff there. I mean, I've seen that chart and heard a few explanations mm -hmm. and my eyes just go cross-eyed. I'm yeah. like, whoa, but you know, there's a lot there. So if someone listening is not into a lot of analytics, they would be very time well spent <laughs> investing with someone to help them understand the big picture. And as you said, pulling out, okay, this might be interesting to you, you know, or this might be a challenge area, or you might want to lean into this a little bit. I see that for a lot of us who don't have that analytical style as being super mm -hmm. helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And actually, this is my purpose here. And I love being in service of breaking those abstract, complex things down into small chunk size pieces that are simple to understand. And this is actually what I do in my university teaching. And that's also something I now know is in my design. So, and this is something return back to what we've said before. What comes so natural to you, you don't really, yeah, validate sometimes like, okay, so I mean, I've not been, I've been going through my life noticing that not everybody is that analytical <laughs> as me. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. Great skill. Yeah. yeah. And what I also learned about my design is, for example, that although I'm capable of putting the details together or making sense of the details, I'm a very much overview person. So this is my interest in systems. And this is also my energy type, like really being able to understand the system and also recognizing where it goes wrong and where it goes right. So because yeah. I'm not in the system, this right. is You're looking at it kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. This is kind of funny. And it's so 
it feels so good to know you are aligned and living and serving your soul's purpose. Like it all is clicking. That's what I want to encourage everyone listening Mm -hmm. to hear and keep exploring when you're, I actually just shared this recently on a training, just because you're good at something, a lot of it comes from our environmental background or our mentors, you know, our work situations, we can become really good at doing things that aren't necessarily Mm. our programming or our superpower and where we can really shine and live our purpose. I had shared the other week that I, for a short time, decided to, not that short, actually, it was four or five years, (laughs) I became a marketing consultant. I had my own business because I love marketing and I was good at it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was good at it and I enjoyed it. But it's very task-oriented, and Mm -hmm. my personality style is very people-oriented. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't a good fit for me to do that as far as superpowers and your real zone of genius and Mm -hmm. how you can shine and live your purpose. So really understanding your human design, your personality style, that Mm -hmm. awareness that we both speak of. It is critical because you can be good at something, but it's not really your superpower. Yeah, yeah, so true. I just can so agree with that. And that can sometimes also be a cause for burnout. So you're Mm -hmm. doing and doing and doing, but just putting the energy in the wrong direction. So that can just exhaust us. And another thing is like, okay, giving up on your dreams for what? For, and that's not to play that small. It's like, really, I mean, that's the fear of change. Mm-hmm. That's the fear of, yeah, sometimes really not having money if I switch mm-hmm. jobs or careers. And I found human design actually really The second rocket fuel, the first one was hypnosis and subconscious reprogramming. (laughs) And the second one was, yeah, knowing about my human design and practice living it. So this is something I really want to encourage everybody on each, whatever path they are on, Mm -hmm. that it's experimenting, practicing and really living the change they want to establish and not waiting for that magic wand that just switches and changes everything. And tomorrow I have my, <laughs> I don't know, dream life. Yeah. Well, I so think that it becomes the journey that is the exciting thing and yeah. the journey in discovering yourself and what's possible for you and what's then possible for others in your environment. Yeah, I think there's a few layers there because sometimes people are afraid to dream or program to think, well, this is just it. This is this is life. This is just it. This is what I need to do as opposed to starting to dream and then believing in themselves 
and having mm-hmm. the confidence in themselves yeah. to believe that there is more mm-hmm. better out there. It's an abundant universe, but we have to truly, you know, they talk about the difference between faith and fear. Yeah. We have to truly mm-hmm. believe and mm-hmm. trust that that's the truth before we can, you know, have enough faith to move forward and pursue something new that we weren't maybe programmed in our younger years to do. Exactly. Or a way to live or what have you. And I think a lot of that will fall into place if you learn to trust your intuition, which I was programmed to not do. (laughs) It's Mm. not scientific. You probably weren't programmed that way either. To begin with, no, it's not scientific <laughs> to trust your intuition rather than logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all we are taught that it's all analysis and that you can think your way through life. This was my mm-hmm. awakening epiphany as I discovered that this is really not how it works. <laughs> and I struggled almost 40 years with that kind of, okay, I have to figure it out. I have to figure it out. But there was nothing to figure out. It's the surrender and the trust that the path will appear as you go. And as soon as I managed to trust that it will happen, it happened. And it's just two years since I decided not, not almost, it's not two years. It's it's less. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I decided to walk this path really with consequence and commitment. Mm-hmm. So this is possible in a short amount of time. So I'm slowly transitioning from my university job. So I quit science some years ago and my teaching will continue a little bit. And I know that where I'm heading at. Uh-huh. And this is really due to human design because now i don't have any doubt at all yeah this is just what i have to do and what i've heard in so many coaching programs before also and in the coaching sphere is like you have so many gifts everybody has their unique gifts to Mm -hmm. share with the world so quote unquote, how dare you not sharing your gifts? They are so needed. If there is one single person out there who needs to hear your story, mm-hmm. you don't have to give advice or something or do something, but maybe it's just sharing your story around mm-hmm. a particular area of your life, then you might change that life and you might change the trajectory of that person or you donate $10 somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that changed the trajectory of the life of a person in Africa, for example, yeah. because they have access to water now and reclaiming that power back that we have the power to influence and that we can impact mm-hmm. how the world goes around. Mm-hmm. That and, you are. Wow, I'm getting chills right now. Yeah. <laughs> you were singing my song because I have shared about this before. We don't like. You don't have to, you know, be a big celebrity to make an impact. And we already do. We just may not be intentional about it. If you haven't thought about this, we're all impacting others 
every single day, mm-hmm. even before we speak, we show up in a room and have an influence by our energy. So there's so many ways we can impact and influence others and just being aware and not taking that lightly, but being intentional mm-hmm. about it is important because we can do so much more when we're intentional about how yeah. we do it. Yeah, this is another wonderful keyword. So awareness and intention. Actually, if you master these two, then everything's fine, I guess. <laughs> do we ever master it entirely? I don't know. No, uh, no, then we would be enlightened. I guess yeah. these are the people who reach the spheres of enlightenment and still they have a 3D body and have to move through life. <laughs> That's right. There is always a next yeah. level and new lessons to learn and new challenges. And it strikes me that sometimes it's like a repeat, but at a new level. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I thought I got that, but this is a new level. Oh, yeah. I like that analogy. And sometimes I use the picture of the spiral. So mm-hmm. we return to the same spot, but on another, so it follows us here and yeah. it has some other flavor. Yeah. And sometimes we are as I've also noticed with friends, then they think, wow, I thought I have worked through that topic five years ago, and now I'm back again where I've been. And from the outside, I can see, uh-uh, you are not where you have been. You are way higher on the ladder, but it just shows up in, a, in another color or in another context. And yeah, some, I guess some topics just follow us our whole life. I mean, and that's the, I guess, the art of getting okay with that, mm-hmm. accepting that it's okay. It doesn't make me a better or worse person. It's just as it is, yeah. like this kind of unattachment. So I think it's very, we've gone through down a few rabbit holes here, but it's a great conversation. So thank you. (laughs) I love chatting with you. I think it's a very emotionally mature person. I talk about emotional intelligence a Mm -hmm. lot. You need to be mature enough to be okay with Mm -hmm. all the warts and because Mm -hmm. we're human and that's part of the process of being human. We've got a lot of things we need to improve and work on. And I realized years ago, I wouldn't even look because my self-confidence wasn't strong enough Mm. to handle admitting, okay, I didn't do that as well as I should have. I could have done that differently or better. And, you know, being able to, like a scientist, step back and reflect without beating yourself up is really powerful, but not everyone, no matter what your age is, gets to that point. You have to like mature to a level where you can be okay with the fact that you're never going to be, you're always going to have learning opportunities and you can improve. Yeah, I agree. And this is where both of those age things, the human design and the hypnosis, like really fit so perfectly together because with the human design, you create, I'm able most of the time to create this awareness. Mm -hmm. 
And with the hypnosis, you have the tools to change the story you're telling yourself subconsciously all the time that it's not okay to do this and that. So mm. this is kind of the inner work I'm supporting with. So Yeah, all the subconscious beliefs yeah. that are limiting us. And I know you focus on another H word. You've got the three H's going on there, don't you? Ah. Because habits are a big part of your coaching and training. I know. Habits what, are. So what happens? Like, why do you focus and think habits are so important? Yeah, just in one sentence. First, we make our habits and then our habits make us. Yes, they do. Yeah. And I don't think I remember the percentage, but a huge, well, it varies, but a huge part of what we do and who we are is habitual, isn't it? Yes, it is. So they say, and it's mind blowing, that just 5% of our brain activity and is conscious mm -hmm. thoughts and conscious actions. And 95% is subconsciously. So everything that runs subconsciously is habituated. That's the way the brain saves energy so this is where the biology again kicks in and i love that because <laughs> it just makes sense oh it's how the brain works it's our biology that's nothing we can change but what we can do is we can learn the language to speak with our subconscious mind and this is where hypnosis kicks in and create those new more empowering habits oh yeah <laughs> because once it's habitual, it's easy and you stick with it. Yes. You don't have to think about it. It's just automated. And this is what we want to those, do. Those success yeah. habits. I love it. Well, this has been wonderful. a really fun conversation, Ingrid. Thank you. Where can people you. learn more? And I will include it in the show notes. How can we connect further with you? Yeah, great. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and I would love to connect with your audience and people who listen to that podcast or saw it. And I have also a free and private Facebook group. So this is a safe container for connecting and asking questions and sharing yep. their stories. And I've also offering each month a free group session or workshop, depends on the topic of the month I'm doing. This month, for example, it will be surprise. <laughs> so surprise I, I still, I still not, no, I still not know the topic, but <laughs> will be a surprise session. I love that. You, you have to go <laughs> with this how can happen as well. Yeah. <laughs> Follow your intuition and see how yeah. you're inspired. This I love is that. me not controlling everything and not trying to be perfect. Beautiful. And that feels better. Yeah. And yeah. I also have, yeah, a, a freebie about, for download. Yeah. I'm sorry. I talked over you there. You get a human design blueprint. Mm -hmm. You do have something on your website where they can get a blueprint of it for free. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, so you can go to the website and find your specific human design chart there if you just type in your birth, date, and time, and you will find additional resources there. And of course, I'm always very happy to do readings and 
help pull out the big Explain it in more detail. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. I love it. All right. Well, thank you for your time and all of your wisdom. This was a great conversation and I appreciate everyone tuning in today. I hope you have an empowering day. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. See you soon. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider taking a quick minute to leave us a five-star review. It would go a long way toward others finding us. Make it a great day.